Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Grace, Peace, and Balance Radio Show, and I am Gabby Abdelkadir. This is Episode 62, Conversations with Jaisal Murphy, Owner, CEO, Clutter Coach, Professional Cleaner, and Organizer. Jaisal helps women pivot inward toward freedom and peace of mind through the art of clutter clearing. She helps them establish a home environment where they are free to flow. With over 15 years working experience in the social services area as a community development worker, Jaisal brings high value empathy and ethics to the table. Certified the Lynn Method Clutter Coach, she is also practicing Krasner Method Hypnotherapist and a member of the professional organizers in Canada. She supports clients by educating them the power of the mind and trusted trusted clutter clearing and home organizing methods that produce tangible life-changing results. I will be posting her uh, information in case you need anybody needs to contact her on the podcast page. So, Jaisal Murphy, welcome to my podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Gabby. How are you doing? I am doing good. I'm so glad we're uh, finally making it happen. (laughs) <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I know, I seriously, like it's forever we've been trying to do this. Okay, so tell Here me, tell are. me a little bit, tell me a little bit about yourself, your childhood a little bit. Tell me. Oh, yeah, well, I, I was, I'm Torontonian. I was okay. born in the city of Toronto. Okay. Um, my family, my mother's side of the family is from southern Ontario. Okay. So just outside of London, Uh Uh, is Chatham, and just outside of Chatham is a little area called Buxton, and just outside of Buxton is a little town called Shrewsbury. Uh, And so that's where my mother's family was raised, and in the 70s, my grandmother migrated us to Toronto, uh, and I was born in the 80s. So I grew up downtown city of Toronto, city mouse, country mouse. I was out in the country every summer uh, with my family. I spent summers also in Trinidad, where my father's family is from. Uh, And I also visited family in New York. And then the other month in the summertime, as a child growing up, I spent up in the Algonquins, so just up north, uh, just north of Toronto, uh, just out on Lake of Bays. Uh, So very well-rounded uh, upbringing. Okay, mm-hmm. nice. So, mm-hmm. uh, what was your dream growing up? What did you want to do? Did you want to oh. get a job, or did you want to run a business? What was your dream? Well, I mean, I was always very free spirited, but I can remember my earliest memory of uh, kind of p- career projection was I wanted to be an OBGYN. So I wanted to be an obstetrician gynecologist. Uh, And that was inspired by Bill Cosby, The Cosby Show. Uh, He he had that dream, you know. But I think really what it boiled down to was I I wanted to work with people giving birth, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's interesting how that transpired today. You know, it's, it's about people kind of going through these processes and rebirthing themselves. And I kind of get a, have an opportunity to work with people's inner child and, and kind of help to bring that out, which is, which is such a beautiful uh, transition. Yeah. So did you ever work on that, towards that, or what happened? No, I never did, no. Okay, so what did you end up doing after school? 
So after school, um, I really just focused on, on spending time and raising my children. Mm-hmm. Um, I have three children. One is uh, 20 this year. Okay. The other is 13, and the youngest is four. Oh, <laughs> nice. That's a huge gap between the second and the third one, eh? I, I needed to forget. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. All but the it must. And... <laughs> I know. Sleepless yeah. nights. Yeah. Yeah. It just uh-huh. it, it, it takes you back to uh, those days. Yeah. It does. But he must but be you know, at four. He must be out of uh, diapers right now. No? Out of diapers. Yes. Out yeah. of diapers now. Okay. Uh, and it's just you know it's just been a joy. It truly I know. Has. I know. Yeah. Children are mm-hmm. always a joy. Up until they, they turn 13, 14, and they start having this attitude going on, trust me. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so tell me about your work journey. Yeah, I know that you are a clutter coach and you have your own cleaning company, which you can talk mm-hmm. about, but did you do anything else before that? Oh, goodness, I did a lot of things before that. So uh, more about my background. So I lived with... I remember, so I lived with about 25 years of uh, depression, major depressive uh, disorder and anxiety. And um, I remember I was maybe nine years old, um, the first time I had considered taking my life. And I don't really know exactly what was going on. And I, you know, it wasn't for lack of having anything. You know, my mom, she gave so much. Um, uh-huh. she, was a, she was a nurse. Um, and so as a nurse, she worked shift work and she worked her behind off to provide for me and I, being an only child. You know, I think it was just um, circumstances and where we, where we lived. We, I grew up in, in, a, in what we would consider the projects here. I grew mm-hmm. up in Moss Park. Um, but I commuted to school. I went to school in, uh, in the St. Lawrence Market area. Yeah, um, at a little Catholic school there. And so I had access to, you know, great families and great friends growing up. And, you know, we held those friendships for, you know, 20 plus years, some of us. Yeah. Um, so, you know, a really strong foundation. I, I, mean, I can't really say exactly why I was in such a state of turmoil, but I do know that that lasted for many, many, many years up until just a couple of years ago. And over that time, you know, kind of growing up into myself, raising children, trying to figure out what I was going to do with myself. I, you know, applied to the International Academy of Design and Technology where I studied interior design. Mm -hmm. I applied to George Brown College where I studied chef management training, right? Um, And all the while kind of, you know, coming through and raising my children, nothing really stuck, um, also, you know, a little known fact about myself, I was never particularly tidy growing up. You know, I was never... Oh, really? Was always, no, no. That's hard to goodness. believe, knowing <laughs> you now. <laughs> I really wasn't. You know, my mother was the tidy one. She was the clean, like, out of all, everyone in our community, everyone knew that coming over to my mom's house, it was just take off your shoes outside of the door, you know, before you even came in. And um, my bedroom was the one that had, you know, things strewn everywhere, you know, wall to wall, and this little pathway, this narrow pathway leading from my door to my bed. 
and um, I'm sure was the bane of my mother's existence. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> you know, God. Having such uh-huh. a messy child. And so, you know, cleaning and clutter was something that I've, I've always um, had a very difficult time with. Um, but, you know, a number of years ago, tragedy struck our family. Um, my partner uh, passed away very suddenly. Um, stage oh, four, I'm so sorry cancer. to hear that. Yeah, yeah, it was it was really it was very traumatic, you know. Within six and a half weeks, he was gone, and uh, everything had shifted. And my eldest was moving to the states to go to school for two years, and mm-hmm. you know, my middle child was just coming. Like it was just, and we had just had my youngest child, our youngest child. So he mm-hmm. had just turned a year when we lost my partner. Oh, and so everything was really in flux, and um, I just hit. You know, I think one of the lowest points in my mental wellness uh, illness. And um, I took a year off. I took a year off and I just really just took the time just to be with myself. And I did wallow. It wasn't a pretty year off. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I can imagine. You know, yeah. And I, I, I I guess toward the end of it, I just decided that I had to get up. And I had to start doing something other than what I was doing before, something different, because yeah. doing what I was doing wasn't wasn't working. It wasn't healing. It wasn't making me happy. Yeah. And so when I decided to get up, it was very interesting. Um, my father's family's energy started to come around. My father, mm-hmm. as I mentioned earlier, is from Trinidad. And so um, I started meeting a lot of people from Trinidad. And one of them was a coach that I worked with. Um, his name is Noel Walrand. And, uh, oh, I know Noel. I know Noel. He's amazing. Isn't he wonderful? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's amazing. He's incredible. Truly, yeah. truly. And so working with him in his Game Changer program really helped me to understand how the mind works, the subconscious mind and the conscious mind, and, um, you know, how we can, you know, work um, actively work to get control over our physical being, right? Um, he helped to introduce me to the fact that we are spiritual beings, you know, having a very um, physical experience in the world and that we have, we're able to navigate um, kind of unconventionally in a way. We don't yeah. necessarily have to follow the rules. We can kind of break them and we get to decide what those are. Yeah. And so that gave me a sense of freedom, and I decided after working in Noel's course that I wanted something better for myself and for my family. And yeah. so, um, you know, I, I, I needed to pay for his course. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, uh, and um, I, I started cleaning. I started cleaning to, to pay for the course. And before I knew it, I had paid off the course. And uh, so one day, Noel and I were sitting down and he said, you know, Jay, have you ever considered starting a business? And I had just a week before I was looking into, you know, Molly Maid and some of the other maid services and looking at their business um, and how it was kind of structured. And I thought I could do this. So when he asked, it was very serendipitous. Mm-hmm. And um, we kind of got to talking. And of course, he was my coach at the time. And I still consider him my coach to this day. Um, and I just built up the business and, you know, he asked me to come in and to clean for him and he posted on Facebook and boom, next thing you know, business just started coming in and I haven't looked back since. Um, I find that the cleaning helped me to heal a lot too. 
you know, kind of getting out there and seeing how other people were really did kind of help to um, adjust my perspective on yeah. what normalcy was yeah. and kind of like what that looked like. And so it allowed me to be more forgiving with myself too. So I thank all of my clients <laughs> for helping me to heal on this journey. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. to attest to what you said, like even me, when I, you know how when there are days that you have so much in your mind that you don't want to know where to start or what to do about it, I start cleaning. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. even yeah. though like it's only me and my son, we don't have much, but I just would take something on the top cupboard, everything out and clean and read and organize and do this. I keep on cleaning for three, four hours and then, I will start to my my uh, I I don't know how to express it. I just it just clears all the stress that I had. I feel like much happier when I do that and I feel that I am refocused. Then I can work on what is what I was supposed Absolutely. to do and where I couldn't start earlier. Like I don't know there is something mm-hmm. about cleaning and organizing that just so healing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I yeah. agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. And I think it has to do with kind of the microcosm and the macrocosm, right, of of our belongings, right? Yeah. Our belongings are an extension of us, right? They are a part of who we are. When we went out and we bought them, we connected with them or else we would have never bought them. (laughs) Yeah, I know. eh? And so now that we have them inside of our homes, when they become, you know, messy or askew, uh, that affects us. We don't realize it. But yeah. it does affect us on a, in a real way. And so when we, you know, kind of get things into order and we clear out spaces, it has a direct impact on our clarity. Hi, Les. On our, on our own clarity, on our own personal clarity. Yeah. And um, I think that's really what it is. You know? Yeah. It's energy. It is. Everything is energy like we have come to learn. And then, uh, and then you decided you, go, you wanted to go and do the Lynn Method Clutter Clearing Certification. You, you I did. How did you, how did you go about that? Well, I, you know, I, Gabby, I remember I was, um, I was at my dermatologist office <laughs> when, uh-huh. uh, when you called me. And we got on the phone and we were talking and at the time I had just completed, um, you know, my accountability leadership uh, work with Noel. Uh, So I had gone from being a participant in his class to then being an accountability leader and leading some online sessions for his his groups. And uh, so when I got on the phone with you, Mm -hmm. thank you, my love. When I got on the phone with you and you had mentioned Denise Lynn, um, and Louise Hay. I had heard of Louise Hay, but not yeah. Denise Lynn. And yeah. so when I when I went on the the site, I was just I was I was really taken aback because that summer I had begun working with clients. Some friends they had come to me and they said, Hey Jay, I've got some areas I'd like to clear out, wondering if you could help me. And so kind of impromptu, we built out this clutter clearing, so to speak, uh, program together. Uh-huh. But so are you, you telling offered, me I inspired you to the Lynn method? Yes. Oh, you my God. I'm so happy to hear that. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Gabby, I look at you as my mentor. I forever oh, will. You know, thank you, you so much. You inspire me. I know that we share a very similar story when it comes to our partners. Yes. But, you know, 
I just what when when I when I came when you when you introduced me to the Denise Lynn method, it really connected the pieces, and I yeah. knew I as soon as I saw it, I I bought the program right then and there, and I began oh, wow. studying because I knew that that was going to take my practice to the next level, and it has. So it thank has you. absolutely. Isn't isn't she amazing? Isn't she? She's truly truly amazing. I love the work that she does with inner journeys. Yes. You know, I love that we don't necessarily have to be in our home to do the clutter clearing. It first starts in the mind. Exactly. Beautiful. Exactly. It starts in the mind and then the mm-hmm. spiritual way of, of clearing. And, uh, oh, my God, I just love her. Like, you know, because um, I, I try to go back to the courses every now and then. Even mm-hmm. if, like, I attend, like, two sessions in a, a, a day and then in a few days when I have time, I go back and watch. Um, mm-hmm. She is simply amazing. I am so glad I made that decision and mm-hmm. uh, because it kind of goes because I grew up, my mom was extremely organized to the extent that was annoying to people. And mm-hmm. I grew up like that. So I am I always considered myself clean, but I didn't know about certain things, the the smudging, the energy mm-hmm. clearing, the mm-hmm. what you have in that drawer, that one item that may be sitting in your drawer that is blocking you from uh something good coming to you. We never knew all those things. Like we yeah. never really knew. Like you're blocked and you don't know why you're blocked up mm-hmm. until you learn to look into your stuff and see what is blocking you there, something that is mm-hmm. sitting there and then you've been staring at it, you know, you don't love it, or somebody without, with no good intention gave it to you and you're still keeping it. And, yeah. uh, oh, my God, there is just so much that, um, that I have learned from her. So I'm so glad you did that. So now you're a certified clutter, Lynn Method Clutter Clearing Coach, and you still right. have your cleaning company. You have employees now, yes, right? Yes, we do. Yes. And yeah. so we're in the city of Toronto and we're in Brampton. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, I, I'm no longer doing much of the cleaning, mm-hmm. um, which is really beautiful because it lends more time to really focus on helping people to get through um, their clutter and kind of clearing out spaces in their home, mm-hmm. um, which is truly a passion. You know, it's like, as I said, as I mentioned earlier, it's something that I have had to work through my entire life. So I mm-hmm. get it. You know, I, I really know it. Get I it. know. Seriously. <laughs> and there's no judgment, you know, no judgment. Uh, there's no shame in this game. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, it's it's truly been uh, an experience. I love what Denise, I just want to go back to Denise for a second, because I love, there was, there was one part of the course where she talks about um, the vase. Do you remember the pink vase? Yes. I don't know if you remember this, but there's the pink vase, right? So there's the pink vase, and it's the story of the pink vase goes, one person has a pink vase, and it was, let's just say, uh, in that vase uh, were a dozen red roses that mm-hmm. they were gifted on, you know, their sweet 16 by their, their boyfriend, right? And so there was a candy gram sent at the, at, the, at the high school, and they had to go down to the office. And so this woman, who's now 26, has this pink vase, and it sits on her mantelpiece. And every time she walks past it, she remembers that day. And it's such a beautiful yeah. memory because she's married to that man now. Oh, my, oh now yeah, another yeah, woman, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Right? Another woman has a pink vase, mm-hmm. and that pink vase held the flowers um, at her mother's memorial. 
And every time she walks past that pink vase, she remembers her mom. And it brings back memories of sadness and loss. Sadness. Yeah. Right? And so it's just, it's that intention that, you know, this vase, it's just a pink vase. Mm-hmm. But because of the story and the energy that it carries, it leads, it projects an energy onto us. And yes, so that's it why it's so important to be cognizant of what is in our homes and how it's all affecting us. Um, I just wanted to, 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 to mention that because I think, yeah. you know, when people ask me, you know, well, what do you do? And I tell them that I'm a clutter coach. They're like, oh, what is that? <laughs> so I know. I, 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 get, I get asked that question too. Is it like, <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they, they don't get it. Like they don't get the spiritual way of doing things, not just about mm-hmm. uh, you know, cleaning. There is a lot of uh, depth into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know, eh? Yeah. yeah. And then uh, one thing I have learned, I know you may find this weird, but it is not. Like, I know this. I used to, everybody knows that I love flowers. So mm-hmm. over the last 20 years, one thing that I noticed that if somebody brings me flowers, mm-hmm. a bouquet of flowers, but it did not come from their heart, they just did it just for the sake of, mm-hmm. the flowers die in less than five days. Oh, wow. Honest to God. And then if the person got me the flowers from their heart, it lasts Mm -hmm. for three weeks to four weeks. They last for three to four weeks. So powerful. I know. So powerful. And then I used to think, like, I never knew, like, why did this, uh, they were beautiful. Why did they die, like, in a few days? And Mm -hmm. then the others, then I started to, really noticed these things. When I started to study, to learn spirituality, then I knew intention mm-hmm. is very important. Anything that so comes important. from the heart and something that doesn't come from the heart just for the sake of it. So this is, yes. this is why I believe it is really powerful. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Thank I know, eh? Yeah. That's beautiful. Oh, my goodness. So, so what is your focus now? You focus residential? For the for your cleaning company, you do residential, and then what? So yeah, for the for the cleaning, it's residential. We don't do mm-hmm. commercial. Mm-hmm. Um, we you know usually single family homes, um, anywhere from one bedroom condos upwards to uh, four bedroom you know houses, houses three and a half okay. baths. Um, okay. And uh, you know that's that's the cleaning side of the business. And um, rentals, you say rentals. What does that mean? Oh, so we, we're no longer doing... That's right. So we no longer do uh, rentals. When we started off, we were doing uh, Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're no longer doing Airbnbs. We just focus solely on, okay. on, uh, on single-family homes. Um, okay. Yeah, but what about what? Oh, so so that's part of it. And then again, for myself, really, what I'm focusing on now uh, are the um, virtual clutter clearing. Okay. So what that looks like. Yeah. Mm-hmm, so, pardon me, just one second. Can you press okay. the right there? Yeah, that's popcorn. There you go, and hit start. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you, my love. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> what about the move in and move out thing? 
Right. And even with the move in and move out, we started with the move in and move out. And that was really great. We connected with a number of phenomenal real estate agents um, across uh, uh, Peel as well as uh, Durham and Toronto, the GTA. Um, And we did have some great successes in that way. Uh, However, at this moment, we're no longer focusing on uh, move in, move out. We're no longer focusing on um, uh, real estate. Um, It's just solely residential. Residential uh, only. Yes, yes. You don't do offices, right? No, we don't do offices either. We don't do offices. Okay. No. But what I'm doing now are the virtual uh, clutter clearing uh, packages. Mm -hmm. And so those can be anywhere from three sessions upwards to six sessions. And so you can have my office too. You can pretend that it's your office. So what that looks like, I think your popcorn is ready. So what that looks like is uh, we'll have a, um, a um, I'm so sorry, I'm like all over the place right now because yeah, I'm trying okay. to focus okay. on the popcorn. Yeah, he's only four, he's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what that looks like is we have an assessment. We meet and then we have an assessment. And we go through, a, there's a lot of visioning. You know, a lot of visioning to begin with. You know, what do you want that space to look like? Mm-hmm. Um, what is it? What is it like now? Um, you know, and then from there we develop a plan. Um, and I offer some strategies and tips that one can use to kind of maneuver their way and work their way through. It is visual, so you know the clients are able to show me their space. I do get a walkthrough of the home. Yeah. Um, but what's beautiful is that the client is completely, as my client, they're completely empowered. You know, yeah. you get to share with me what you want me to see. <laughs> you know, yeah. and that's where we put our focus. You know, yeah. I do encourage people to kind of open up a little bit more and share yeah. more. But at the end of the day, totally up to you how far you want to go with this. You know, yeah. um, and as we move through spaces, whether it be you know just a tiny store or a cupboard or your closet, um, things do begin to open up. You know, yeah. opportunities begin to open up. Um, you do. Yeah. He hears it popping. He's making popcorn in the microwave. Oh, <laughs> he's <so> excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, it's, it can be a very quick uh, session, three sessions. We're in, we're out. It doesn't yeah. have to be, you know, an extended, long, you know, coaching uh, session, you know, that go on for months and months and months. It can be very quick, straight to the point. We're in, we're out, we get it done. Um, what's yeah. beautiful is that, you know, as the client, you're doing the work, you know. Yeah. So you reap the benefits of doing the work. When somebody comes in and they clear out your space for you, mm-hmm. you don't really have that connection uh, to your belongings and really taking care of them and moving them out of the space. Now, moving them out of the space is that we will help to take care of that. Yeah. So we do offer um, curbside as well yeah. as a porch pickup, so it's contactless. And uh, because of my work in community development and community services um, and social services, I still have connections to people. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, those who are living with the popcorn. Thank you. I love it. So what we do is we we offer um, the items that, you know, the client doesn't necessarily want to sell. 
We offer those to individuals who are currently living in temporary housing right now. Okay. Oh, that is so cool. That is so nice. Yeah. Excellent. Okay, so I'll be posting your, that is such an, I'm I'm so glad, like, uh, we have so much in common when it comes to declutter, even in everything, if I have to say. And, um, okay, I'm going to ask you different questions now. Name three books that you may have read that inspired you. Oh, my goodness. That changed your life. Three. The top three. The Bible. Okay. Number one. Okay. <laughs> changed my life from jump. Um, I would say mm, The Celestine Prophecy. The Celestine Prophecy? By who? Yes. I don't yes. think I've, I have never heard of it. And I would have to say the last book is... I'm glad to be in your office. I would say the third book is on, I think it's, is it called Love? I have no idea. I think it's called Love by Thich Nhat Hanh. Okay. So Thich Nhat Hanh is a Vietnamese uh, monk. It's called True Love. Oh, yes, yes, him, yeah, okay, yeah. Yes, yes, and he's a Buddhist uh, monk and just absolutely incredible read if you haven't read it i would strongly I recommend reading yeah, it i listen oh. to his videos sometimes he's very inspiring but i don't think i have read that book it's good to put it on my list okay next if you had only three countries to visit before you die what countries would they be only three countries okay well, I've been to Ethiopia. I would say Ghana. Okay. Um, I would say... Ooh. Oh. Jeez. <laughs> I've been to most of them that I wanted to go to. Uh, okay. okay, so I'll, I'll add those. So, um, Kauai. Okay. Hawaii. Okay. Uh, which is the United States, but uh, the islands of Hawaii. Yeah. And uh, I would, I would, I've been to Southeast Asia, so I, I spent a month in Mumbai working on a work study. It was okay. a beautiful experience. But I really have always wanted to go to the north of India, so kind of the Himalayan mountains in that region. And so okay. that's where I would go as my third okay. place. Okay. Excellent. Good choices. Why Ghana, though, <laughs> out of all Africa? Um, just kind of going back to our roots, I'd like to kind of okay. just, you know, see where we where we left the continent. Where we left, yeah, you're right. I haven't mm-hmm. been, I haven't been mm-hmm. either. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think from Africa, except Sudan, Ethiopia, and Egypt are the ones that I have visited so far. Beautiful. So uh, I think my next would be for me South Africa. Uh huh. Dying to go to South Africa. Um, wow. One day. Maybe one, one day, day. Yes. one day, yeah. Hopefully Not maybe. It will happen. <laughs> yeah, it will yeah. be. Okay. So yes. if you have one dream that you haven't fulfilled already, but you would love to fulfill before you die, what would it be? One dream oh. that you always wanted to do or uh, be, but you haven't so far. But you would love it fulfilled before you die. What would it be? Oh, man. 
I, I have a number of dreams, but some yeah, of them yeah, are just superficial, one. so I'll stay away from those ones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think, well, I've always wanted to be Big Mama. You know, really? I've always wanted to be, yeah, I've always wanted to be, you know, my husband, but, you know, like the warm, cozy mama of the family, large extended family. So I think that's a dream that I'd like to fulfill. Okay. Oh, that is so sweet. Like the children and grandchildren and great grandkids. Everyone, yeah, just all around and just, you know, family reunions and dinners and just love. Just oh love my people God, coming that is, and going and, yeah. Yeah, that is so sweet compared to oh. what I wanted to do before I die, which is I want to be a perfect pianist before mm-hmm. I die, which I don't have time most of the time now to practice, but that is one thing that from my childhood I wanted to do, never got to it, but I just love to play the piano, but I would like to be perfect in it and be able oh. to play all the songs that I love. Um, oh, that's yeah, but yours is more. I imagine. Uh, yeah. I imagine you'll. I imagine. I imagine you'll be there. I imagine you'll get there, and I am looking oh. forward to hearing you play, Gabby. Oh, really thank you. Now you encourage me to play. Maybe this evening I should pick up because <laughs> it's sitting uh, here. My like son's piano. Yeah. I know. Eh? Seriously. <laughs> I know. Really? Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Tiny You're outfit. right. Beautiful, yeah, beautiful. I will, I will. Oh, my God, I just loved having you. Um, thank you so much for being on my podcast, and I'm sure a lot of people listening will be inspired, and I will share it with you as well. You can share it with your friends and ask them to share, download, and comment. And um, I will put in your email and your info on, on the page. And stay online, okay? So thank you so much for, for being on my, on my podcast. Thank you for having me, Gabby. This was lovely, and I love you, and I look forward to us having a conversation very soon. Yeah, <laughs> I, I will. Thank you. I love you too, sweetie. I love you too. Stay, stay <laughs> online, you okay? Stay online. Will do. Will do. Okay, everybody. So this concludes uh, our uh, episode 62nd with Jaisal Murphy. She is amazing. Listen to it. Comment, like, share, and download. And uh, until the next episode, I wish you grace, peace, and balance.